0: All right, so I'm sitting here with hip hop boy. Dylan. Oh, that just sounded so condescending. There. No, it? it's fine. I'm actually used to that. It's pretty <laughs> funny. I mean, let me let me put it better with um with eloquent lyricist <laughs> who brings vocals in the extremely beautiful tradition of uh, hip-hop, Mr. Dylan Joel. That was huge. (laughs) It's
1: so funny because sometimes people are like, oh, this is Dill. he's a rapper,
0: and instantly I'm
1: like, doesn't matter how you say it, it just sounds a bit crap. Yeah, that's
0: right. (laughs) It's
1: like, oh, he's still chasing the dream of trying to make rhymes (laughs) a career. Um... The Deep Place Podcast, on
2: creativity and spirituality. Sunday morning, rain is falling Rain is pouring down But I can feel the pavement burning When dragged across the ground Oh, everything used to be better before I don't really know how you feel anymore You're trying to hide it Oh, don't deny it I thought I gave you the best that I had Nobody told me to love the lovers is traps, i would be lying. If I said I was fine. Oh when my heart's
0: too big for my sleeve. It falls on the ground sometimes. Um, tell us what what do you do, Dylan? How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a, a good question. <laughs> That's a hard question. Who am I? What do I do? And you're um, an
0: eloquent lyricist. That yeah, sweet. That.
1: I'm really good at making people think I'm better at something than I am. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and I make a career out of it <laughs> uh, in the form of music.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, to be honest, like, you know, over the last year and a half, I'm a, I'm a bit of lots of things now. Yeah. Which has actually been so nice. Yeah, right. I've been laboring heaps and, um, like, learn a bunch of different trades and just because the music industry kind of closed for a little while. Yeah. Um, but great. music, for the most part, of the last eight years has been my my gig um and yeah. full time for you know five six years yeah wow. off a record deal so that was that's been really fun man a real privilege to have that journey yeah
0: yeah, yeah. so lots of touring producing your own music all mm. that kind of stuff
1: yeah lots of lots of songwriting more so in the last four years has been mostly songwriting but right um less shows but for the first four to five years of my solo career I I toured a lot yeah um heaps of fun and such privilege to meet so many cool people and you know see different places and one yeah. time I did a tour of Australia and we played 50 shows around Australia
0: that's intense and in, I just, in what sort of period how long
1: uh, I was in a oh good question a four month like a few months three wow. three month period wow um and it was so cool because I went to places in Australia I didn't even know existed yeah wow. you know which were. Which was awesome. That's so great. There's been some highlights for sure. Yeah, yeah. What's mm.
0: your favourite part of it?
1: Of being a muse or, yeah, like or the touring?
0: Well, of, of being a muser over the last mm. many
1: years. I feel like my favourite part is these really, sometimes rare, yeah. but these really special moments where you kind of connect with another human mm. on something creative that's like kind of unexplainable. Yeah, like wow. when I write songs with people, I co-write songs often and I have other people co-write with me for my stuff and I love collaboration creatively. Yeah. And there's these, these, mo- these moments that happen sometimes where it's like a, a lyric or a word or a melody or a sound or something happens and you both just look at each other and go, huh. oh, that's it. Yeah. And it's kind of this super weird, like, I don't know, I'm sure most creative people probably have it. Um, but if you don't practice creativity often, maybe, maybe it would sound weird to you, but it's this moment where it's like nothing else really matters in the world. Yeah, totally. And it's like one word just like took the weight of the world, you know, (laughs) like, it's so funny and it's special because you can't really describe it and explain it. But with another person, if you both share that moment, it's like the best feeling ever.
0: I totally get that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as a poet and a performer, there's, there's just those moments um, I mean they talk about it as creative flow moments and that kind of thing in mm. the in that creative thing where the world drops away and it's just you and the creativity and yeah. there's something transcendent about it like there really is mm. um, you can get hooked on as in you can then be like i just gotta get back to that moment again yeah. i just gotta go and then your writing probably sucks after yeah.
1: that potentially and i also feel like once you've experienced enough of those moments you kind of just keep chasing those moments and you're like yeah. i'm gonna do everything to just have more of those moments which yeah. isn't a bad thing it's um, probably a
0: good high, like it's a good addiction. It's a good addiction, Ab <laughs>
1: yeah. creative addiction.
0: Creative flow. I mean yeah. it does, but it is, like it releases dopamines, it release all the kind of stuff that, sure. that gets released on a on a drug-induced yeah. high is the yeah. same that gets released in those moments, which is crazy.
1: That's so nuts, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, how fun. Maybe that's why I keep doing so many writing sessions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> you just want to get
1: high. It's all my time. way of getting high.
0: So songwriting, you said, has been, like, a massive thing. Mm. Tell us about your songwriting.
1: Yeah. Um, it's the same thing we kind of just spoke about, really. It's it's that moment. And okay. I find that mostly in songwriting with other people. I, yeah. I love the whole context and the environment of where it takes place. It's, like, often, I mean, as, as someone that, like, runs sessions for other people as well, it's about creating a really safe space. Yeah. Um, and allowing the person to, to be vulnerable but feel comfortable about that. And and I think once you kind of create that space and that energy and that connection with somebody, it's like just beautiful things happen.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, like um, yeah. often I'll get in a room and if I don't know the artist and I'm writing a song with them and you've just met him it's kind of a lot because <laughs> you you kind of want to end up with something really I guess, honest and real for this person most of the time. Yeah. That's what they're after as artists.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you have to quickly bypass, like, a whole bunch of, you know, it would be so much better if you knew them for years and all of so stuff. And you have to kind of, and you've only got six hours to write this song. So yeah, it's yeah. like, I actually kind of love that moment, though, where we get to skip that somehow and try and fast forward it by just having really genuine dialogue, yeah. you know, like yeah, just yeah. being one of my favorite... um questions to ask people another way of saying like what do you care most about right now is where are all your fucks being given it's like (laughs) what what do you give a fuck about is really the question and it's such a funny question to ask people because it just instantly pauses everything and they go yeah yeah what have i been thinking a lot about recently what's taking up my headspace what's
0: so where are all your fucks being
1: given? Oh, it's such a good ah, question. I'll put it back onto you. Crap. Um, <laughs> Great question. Yeah, really. Yeah, good one. <laughs> uh, true. I, right now, I think what's taking up my headspace is my... I think COVID's affected it a lot, to be yeah, honest. Of course, yeah, yeah. But it's my battle of knowing or figuring out how much to invest in um, in life it sounds so funny in the things that I used to invest a lot into so um, I'm wrestling right now a lot with the like expectation and like monitoring my level of expectation and things that I do I think it's changed a bit. Yeah. Um
0: the expectation of what they will become. Totally.
1: Or, like right. I think I used to I used to really thrive off getting projects done and being creative off the idea of having like an end goal yeah. and even my own expectations of myself but also of like the way the world's kind of been working for a long time and you know when I write a song and I put it on a record and then I give it to my label and my managers pitch it and there's yeah. a system it goes through of this this and this and these are the things that can come from it and you expect some of those things to hopefully happen. Yeah. And now it's just like I don't know if anybody knows what they're doing and nothing's really working the way it was before in yeah. in, the, in the music industry anyway. Yeah. Um. That and and also like for me the last I'd say the last nine months it's been a lot of identity stuff. Right. Um. Not, it's funny because I feel like I know what I stand for who I am internally for a lot of those things, but more about my identity and what I do and who people see me as. And that's where a lot of my time has been yeah, spent, right. which I'm stoked about. It was kind of like I needed my music career to be taken away from me for a year yeah, for me but... to realize that I had identity in that that wasn't healthy. Okay. And now I'm just... So it's the
0: realization that you're... Identity was too caught up in yeah. being a musician in totally. being a hip
1: hop boy yeah totally <laughs> the hip hop rapper extraordinary whatever it was um, I yeah totally and I and the funny part about it is I thought I had a huge grip on it yeah, I right. always thought I had it under control yeah and then when it fully got taken away ah. from me and I couldn't do it I realised there was more there than there than I thought and yeah, right. I've had to process all of that identity stuff of like okay well if music couldn't come back, which is a silly thing, but like if the industry didn't exist and yeah. I wasn't putting out my, who am I?
0: Yeah. Like
1: what do I actually stand for? What's, what are the valuable parts of me? Is that even a hugely valuable part of me or is that mm. just something that I feel like people are valuing and really they don't yeah. really care? Um, <laughs> you know, like is it, yeah. And so it's been a, a really beautiful wrestle. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's it's a hard wrestle image. as well. Yeah. totally but but really like life-giving for me because it's it's funny i think it's made me a better artist because i'm (laughs) not so attached to it anymore
0: yeah like doing other things
1: and spending time with my family and kind of not being away from home so much and touring and being on a stage and in the spotlight and you know photo shoots and all this sort of stuff it makes it makes if that's your world then you start to paint this picture of who you are in that and spending so much time locally and at home and I've been like jackhammering concrete slabs and like (laughs) doing all this like stuff I didn't know I was gonna do and I remember putting out a record at the start or like a song at the start of the year and literally the next day I was jackhammering a concrete slab on the (laughs) rooftop in the CBD and I was like how the hell did I end up here like (laughs) what did I do wrong like what's going on it was kind of really humbling it was disheartening at the time yeah Yeah. but really good for me to do just to be like man like this is life like Mm. life is about being versatile and and who you are is actually about internal stuff and you can be that in anything that you do Mm. and it was kind of this reminder of like music is just something I do it's not who I am Hmm.
0: what what is it for you then beyond that why do you create Like, what's it been for you, this drug? Because you talk about it as a calling, like, that it's got to be more than that. What is it for you?
1: I mean, I think there's two sides to it for me now that I've realised. One is that it's really good for me. Like, Mm. selfishly, like, Mm. um, it makes... I feel like I'm the best version of myself when I'm creating something with somebody else. Yeah. And we're exploring life a little bit together and trying to express that. I, I feel like it brings out the best parts of me. So I love that... For my own life yeah and and i also had this moment where i was like if i if i spent my last day if something awful tragic happened tomorrow and i spent my last day in a studio creating something with somebody whether i knew them or not i would be so stoked that's how i spent my last day yeah yeah and i really mean that it's such a it's not a bit of a dark thought but at the same time (laughs) i'm like I i really mean that like i just am so happy in that space yeah so that's a real privilege to be aware of that and be able to do that regularly um but then also there is the element of how much it gives others at times and and i've had some such beautiful experiences that i just think i'll hold on forever for the rest of my life where they just would not have happened if i hadn't have put myself out there creatively and gone here's something and do you yes. have a
0: story for us of one of them? Can you remember? Yeah, sure. Um,
1: I'm trying to think of which one I'll... Sh- yeah. uh, there's one I um, had. I was on tour with this um, rap group called Bliss and Esso. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And we did like a 30-day tour around Australia. And um, one team member in my my team that works on my stuff I was playing a bunch of shows and I did this one song acoustically and someone from the record label was like, I don't think you should do that song. It brings the mood down too much. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, but it is like the most important message out of the whole, you know? And I was like, oh. yeah. so anyway, I played this song one more time at this show and I was like, I'll gauge it and whatever. And then I was like, nah, it did bring the mood down. I won't, I won't keep playing it. Then yeah. anyway, we're in Byron Bay. Um, this is where the show was. And then after the show, I did like, you know, 45 minutes of meeting people afterwards, getting some photos, saying hi, signing some stuff. And this one guy was at the back of the room, just standing there waiting till the very end.
2: Mm.
1: And um, the song that I played, it's called Snow. And it's about um, a family member of mine that has been through a lot of mental health stuff, depression and anxiety. And um, I just kind of, exp- the song talks mostly about the battle of that and how it's so, um, I guess, like, takes so much strength to wrestle with it. It's yeah. pretty much all it really talks about. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. say how best to deal with it, and I don't have the answer to that stuff, but it just yeah. talks about, you know, I guess sympathizing with someone about how rough that is and and that you're not alone in that. And yeah. um, and anyway, I played that song. This guy comes up at the end and and he's like, uh, hey, man, I was like, hey, bro, how you going? He's really nervous and a bit shaky. Sometimes that just happens, but... Um, i was like you okay and he just kind of he just burst into tears Mm. and this is a you know probably late 30 year old guy by Mm. himself Mm. and uh, i was like man are you okay and he's just like oh yeah he's like no i'm good i'm so sorry and he's like i just wanted to tell you um and he kind of like took his time and was trembling a bit and he's like that song you played, snow he's like um I got diagnosed with depression two weeks ago and i I haven't told anybody and then you played that song and i realized i need to tell somebody and so um you're the first person i've told wow and i was like that's huge oh my gosh and so i just just hugging this seedy carpet like this carpet (laughs) smells like beer like (laughs) sticky flawed place it's just me in this this dude is probably ten years older than me, just hugging. Yeah. In this like empty club. It's beautiful. You know what I mean? It's and and he's just crying and I've got tears and I'm like, yeah. dude, like, thank you for telling me, like, you know, so much respect that you were willing to do that. And he's like, yeah. Oh man, I was so nervous. I was like, man, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, this just made my whole tour, dude. Totally. Yeah. You know, totally. like this just like made my whole year, made my career make sense. Yeah. You know, and I'm just telling him this stuff. I was like, that's that's how I feel, how are you feeling? He's like, I feel great. That's great. <laughs> I know exactly awesome. those moments. Right? right?
0: And it means the, everything else, like the amount of hits you get, the amount of likes you get, the amount of listens you get. It just doesn't matter. Nah, they're so stupid. You have those but would you they're play so Snow for us? The
2: strongest I know, only you go. No one should ever do this on their own. So I just don't understand. It takes a strong man to stand up, but a normal one to fall. A tough one to walk miles, but a stronger one to crawl. What is a man meant to be? What does it mean to be a man? What those questions have to do with anything I'll never understand? Wish it was me, but it's you, it's so raw, I'd chew it keeps shooting what you do. When humans ain't bulletproof, can only couple for so long. I know it hurts, but I'm begging you to hold on till the me gets cold, cold, cold enough. Cold in our arms, and it's snow, snow, snowing down, love. Sweet, the rain gets cold, cold, cold enough. Cold in our arms, it's gonna snow, snow, snow down, love. The sort of shit to make a gangster tremble, so we don't talk about it if it's mental. We trippin' by acting tough I do it to you. it's fucked How a mind could be the body so gentle Oh, I used to think knowledge would heal But it won't Used to think that I knew fear Now I don't But try to hold the love that is real in snow or rain But till the rain gets Cold, cold, cold enough Cold in our arms And it's snow, snow slowing down love let the ring gets cold, 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 enough, cold in our arms It's has gone, snow, snow, snow down, love I just don't let it go
0: yeah. Love it, Thanks, love man. it, so good Snow is the main imagery in that that i was hearing what, mm. what was it about snow you were saying uh it was this little metaphor
1: that's probably not very clear in the song, <laughs> um, but it was that um i had this image of when this person that i you know i'm really close with that was going through really dark place of depression i like saw like this visual of like them just being poured on with rain hmm. the whole time yeah. um and that it was just like this thing they just couldn't escape it was like shit weather all the time yeah you know and then I I also had this realization that I was like but if if a whole bunch of people stood outside in the rain with this person holding their hand Mm. and was around them and waited long enough and just stuck it out with them that if it got colder and it kept raining that it could turn into something really beautiful at some point which is the image of snow yeah and um and I just kind of was like mental health for me my understanding of it so far is like it's a very hard thing to just get rid of yeah and maybe it's not so much about the idea of having to eradicate it altogether and it just not exist but maybe it's about it existing in a place that can be beautiful (laughs) um that support can actually make that and turn that into something that can can be amazing yeah um and so for my relationship with this person I actually found that it grew so much around that time because there was that level of vulnerability and honest conversation that I became way closer with this person yeah. than I've ever been. And, and I think our relationship's so much better off for it. And I don't know whether that's worth it or not, but there's something really cool about that and beautiful. I love it. Yeah.
0: I love it. Um, for you in your life, what's, has there been, tell us about the times where, Creativity has helped you through, like, um, mm. for whatever circumstance, whatever reason, maybe something from your, a little bit of your story in terms of creativity and and that kind of.
1: <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I think like, I mean, I don't write in my diary very often. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I do when I feel really cloudy. Yeah, when my head feels clouded and I'm unsure about how I'm feeling, I do that free writing thing where i just write whatever my head is saying and i don't think about it and that's really great for me but because i practice songwriting all the time i often find sometimes i write songs that i don't feel super deeply about course. Cool. that's just for fun and that's awesome but it's funny even when i do that
0: like X's suck i was listening to that song of yours yeah totally
1: right yeah it's <laughs> such a weird title X's suck <laughs> um but for example like that was like almost started out as a joke and then as this is a perfect example actually yeah, yeah. and then as i started writing it so much truth came out in oh, it yeah that i kind of hadn't really pro, like i think i had processed it but hadn't thought about it in a long time
0: yeah
1: yeah um and it was really cool and the the truth that came out of that was like we, i was talking to some friends We wrote this song together there's like four of us or three of us or something and we yeah. just decided to jam and I was like, man, exes do suck, cause it's so frustrating. Like, just keeps appearing. They keep appearing in your life, and it's like this awkwardness and <laughs> yeah. this tension, and it can never be that, never seems that normal. And as we started writing all the lyrics, I realized, the funny thing is, it's not them that sucks. It's just the situation.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: um Because the chances are, like, you know, and I don't know about anyone else's, you know, past relationships, but mine was like she was amazing she's such a beautiful person it still is and so cool and it just didn't work and so it's actually got nothing to do with like her as a person it's actually just that the situation is hard
0: yeah
1: yeah you know yeah um and that's what's so funny about exes suck is like yeah the song the lyrics if you listen closely it's actually it's so not about the person sucking it's about the situation and that being common for a lot of people
2: we are writing texts over and over, we only talk when we aren't sober. Got up in ways that we used to, got up in ways, it ain't innocent. Call me up when you needed a shoulder, but was it just to get us closer? We can't be friends that like we used to, we can't be friends, it ain't innocent. True.
0: if you ever would have got to that if you hadn't gone through the writing process.
2: Totally. Like,
0: you might have just been, nah, exes suck, but it took you to go into that. Yeah. Think, oh, actually, there's something deeper Man, happening.
1: It's so funny. And, like, like, I wrote this song once, I... Was purely based off a of melody and some lyric that I accidentally said in the demo. Yeah, and it was something about like she just rocking wet clothes. Something it sounded like she's just rocking wet clothes. And so all of a sudden, the producer's like, just sounds like a wet t-shirt competition. And so we started writing this song anyway because it was so catchy.
0: Called wet clothes.
1: Yeah, called wet clothes. And it's actually, and we painted this whole story that I thought was so cool. It ended up being about a girl I know, yeah. who had a lot of shit happen in the last two years of oh, yeah. me. Writing that song, and just like seemed like everything unfortunate just kept happening to her. And she just had this ability to be like, Shit happens, yeah. I'm gonna keep going. And she just kept glowing and doing her own thing. And I was like, We painted this story of this girl, same thing as the rain analogy, really, just being mm. rained on all the time. Yeah, and she just kind of goes, Ah, screw it, and just runs down the street and dances yeah. through it and does yeah. a thing and so it we went from this like it could have potentially been a super dirty track to like <laughs> actually having this really cool like little like life-giving little story about yeah. someone that was able to just go oh it's not a big deal yeah i got rained on but yeah you know that's life and yeah. i and i kind of keep pushing through it and so i was kind of really inspired by her as a character so i just wrote this song got wet clothes that's and great i don't know how people interpret it or what they see but yeah, um yeah. that was it for me so yeah it's kind of funny I find these ways to mm. find something valuable in, in it for me, I guess.
0: I love that you run like with the process of it, mm. um, with that creative... I don't know if that's... what it. What, yeah. Tell us a little bit just about your creative process. Is that what it looks like? You get a hint of wet, yeah. <laughs> wet, clo- wet clothes and then you just run with it? Or... Kind of. I yeah. mean, I,
1: I'm i in this stage in my life on a deep level where I feel like I've realised I really don't know very much. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's yeah. it really life-giving place to be because it makes me just be so much more open to listening to people's perspectives and hearing people's stories and uh and i'm like i I just don't know anything really like the one thing i know is that like i feel like love is is just the most important thing ever and we'll win every time you know like unconditional love and that's almost all I know. Yeah. at this point in my life, <laughs> I'm it. almost we'll I'm almost thirty, and yeah. it's like the only thing I can say I know is that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, <yeah>. oh crap. <laughs> um, but because of that, i've I've been pushing myself to be more open to just exploring all sorts of topics, all sorts yeah. of themes. Um, visuals, all that sort of stuff. So like, you know, I signed my first record deal off rapping right. and I knew nothing really about it, to be honest. Yeah. I just liked rhythm yeah. and I liked playing guitar and I just fused it together and it became that. Yeah. But then I tapped into the rap world and there was things that I didn't quite agree with, there's things that I did, there's things yeah. I loved, there's things I didn't I didn't resonate with. So I, I feel like now I'm in this spot where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to be so open to like, if this is the type of song I feel like writing. I'm just going to try and write it I'm just going to see what happens let myself go
0: yeah
1: um, you know and I'm like so funny but like I only went to a strip club for the first time like a few years ago right <laughs> yeah. like I just never it never phased me I was <laughs> like it's not really my my thing and I went and it was so funny um, because like I was with a couple of friends, and there was this one girl, and I was like, I'm in love with her. I was like, I'm going to marry her. She's, like, gorgeous. She's super nice. She keeps talking to me. And I was like, that's so funny because it's so so cliche, right? And so, anyway, I was like, I need to write a song about that. like, Because I feel like that's so common. Like, all these, like, guys just go to strip clubs and fall in love with girls, and they think that they're the one, and they've got this idea in their head that, like that's a thing and so I was like man like you know I grew up going to church my whole life and like if I started talking (laughs) about that back then I would have been like you know shunned (laughs) so but I was like that's a life experience I'm like it's common and I was like I'm gonna write about that and so I wrote this really funny like song about falling in love with the stripper and thinking (laughs) thinking that you fall in love with them you know and I kind of know this girl (laughs) like um, so it's just really classic. I'm now just really open to like being like, yeah. if this is an experience and I feel like this is something that, you know, uh, has done something in my life and made a turning point or a realization or something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's worth writing about.
0: Yeah. Totally. Whether
1: it goes out on record or not is like, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of more relevant to me at this point. I'll pick those songs and find the ones that need to be on watch. Yeah. but. Um, I wonder, it yeah. sounds,
0: has that been your... Has that been your spiritual journey as well? Like mm. this is deep place on creativity and Not spirituality. To... Has, has this has that been like the the spiritual journey of going from church to a streetcar? <laughs> <laughs> going from like probably <laughs> bringing in kind of conservative church world totally to this experience of the f- uh, the fullness of life outside of that. Does has that? I don't know. I'm just yeah, huge your mouth man. Now. What is what's your spiritual journey?
1: Yeah, been? so big, man. Ah, thanks. That's a great question because. I'm really passionate about this now, which is that I think I realized <clears throat> like probably six years or seven years ago when I guess I probably stopped really going to church regularly or whatever. Mm. It's probably longer than that now, eight or nine years. I I realized that I love so many elements of faith and the idea of that and yeah. spirituality is awesome. And I'm still a really spiritual person. I love all of that. But what I didn't like about my life and the way it looked was... I didn't like that so much of my time was in this one particular bubble
0: Mm, of
1: just like-minded people that viewed things the same way and we just go about life. And I found really commonly in the church circles I was in or the church scene or churches um, that a lot of them were trying to rebuild things that existed in the world in a church Bubble, So like bring it into their bubble and make a church version of it. Yeah. And I just was like, this just doesn't feel right for me. I don't feel like I'm meeting enough people that are different and have unique stories. And so I just hit this point where I was like, I need to change the way I'm spending my time. Mm. And funnily enough, man, I it's been the highlight of my life. I've met so many more interesting people Mm. with completely different walks of life. And I feel like I've met some of the most beautiful people in my yeah, life. Yeah. Outside of church for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's totally ranged and varied into places that I probably never would have been to or experienced if I'd have stayed where I was and just been complacent and yeah. attending my church circle stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that would be like, Yeah, I've got friends that are sex workers, I have friends that are transgender and homosexual. Yeah. Um, I have friends that live in commission flats that I now have great relationships with and understand their perspective. I have friends that experience racism on a regular basis. And a lot of these people weren't in that bubble at all and never would have, you know. And for me now, and learning more about them and their experiences and whatever, that's why I'm like, Hmm. I said before, I really don't know very much. Because I feel like every time I meet a new person with a different story, it changes what I thought I knew wow and I love that it's just this really exciting place to be in where I personally feel like I'm the most loving non-judgmental and accepting person I've ever been in my life now hmm. and it's probably a, a lot further to go yeah
0: yeah
1: um, maybe I don't know yeah but um, and also that if I like believe in the story of Jesus and love like the idea of who he is and the way he lived his life then i feel like i'm the closest to living that life now than i've ever been because i feel like i'm not afraid to step step foot in any door at this point and and to hear their perspective
0: i love that and i wonder i mean i wonder if that's what jesus was on about when he was talking about like having a child like faith like Because as a child, what do you do? You know nothing. Like you're just just getting to know the world around and experience the world around and talk to new people and engage with all these new things. And it's or or the that whole Buddhist idea of um, the beginner's mind. Like we're just starting from scratch. If we can have that every day, wake up going, I'm just starting from scratch today. I just want to get to know something new, something new. Mm. What a world it would be.
1: Man, huge. Mm. And it's it just feels so life giving to listen to people and understand where they're at and yeah you know it's yeah people people are beautiful
0: aren't they they're so amazing they they really are yeah it's
1: sick um and i'm just stoked that i feel like and now i'm on a trajectory or a pathway where i feel like i just continue to meet these amazing people that are also unique
0: yeah um yeah yeah it's 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 what i it's what i've found hard about um COVID and lockdown yeah it's not meeting like for sure I've loved being with my family I've been at home more than I ever have in my life before Mm. over the last year but there's something about the touring life that means you're constantly meeting all these new different interesting people Mm. that's that's something I'm yeah missing at the moment
1: oh man huge and the crazy thing is like you know like I was saying before about like meeting um now having friends that are sex workers and transgender and all that sort of stuff, it's like back in the in the day, I probably would have been like, well, I'm not quite sure about that. And yeah. once you have a conversation with somebody, you go, oh my gosh, you're the most beautiful person I've ever met. <laughs> like your, your heart is incredible. Mm. You're so lovely. You're so fun to be around. Mm. You're so accepting of others. And like all of a sudden, I'm like any idea I had of their field of work or who yeah. they are is yeah. just totally been removed. Wow. And um, I feel like there's like, thousands more of those experiences to come that I'm so excited about and I feel the same way It's yeah. like it was really exciting to spend so much time with my family and be back home and the all this sort of stuff. But I missed I missed learning. Yeah. More yeah. About others. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot about myself, yeah. which is great, but I miss
0: these yeah. conversations. Uh, it's such a brilliant stuff because I think we like we just suck at listening well. We mm. suck at listening well because mm. we have our now this is my this is my moral outlook. This is my mm. um, my philosophy on life. This is my beliefs. And if you, if you are different, if you are someone who engages in something that I that morally I'm like, nah, uh, then we just shut off. We're totally. Like, well, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm just going to work out all my defences for why I disagree with you. So true. And it's just made the world so divisive. I know. Like, but what if? Like, what if we could come? And especially to the people that we might that are totally out of our cultural fishbowl, mm. they're the people that we listen to the most, and For say, "Ah, sure. oh, t- like I want to see the world through your eyes."
1: Mm.
0: It would change so much.
1: And you know what's crazy about that? In my head, is like the reason people stop listening to things is because they've listened to things in the past, and now they've mm. closed their gates
0: yeah it's just
1: like i've listened to what i need because they wouldn't have had yeah. that opinion yeah, yeah at any point right. unless they did listen to someone at some point yeah and so it's like okay well you've listened to people for a particular amount of time now you're on your high horse and you've gone yeah. i've learned everything i need to i'm closing my gates yeah i'm yeah. not listening to anything else i know who i am and what i stand for
0: yeah
1: and it's like that just makes zero sense to me yeah because i'm like you you used to open them yeah and they should probably always be open a little yeah. bit you know what i mean yeah, like there yeah. always needs to be room for yeah that doesn't mean you don't stand for anything or you're not passionate about anything or whatever Absolutely. it's just like accepting that, that that you don't know everything
0: and it's putting you it's know? putting people before beliefs like it's putting yeah. it's, it's honoring them and their humanity one of the things i've i've mm. really focused on the last little while is like whenever you have a conversation or an experience you either have like a sense of resonance with it yeah, like this wow. beautiful resonance or you have a sense of resistance and often mm. when we have the resistance then we get defensive but I've been trying to <laughs> when I feel resistance instead of just kind of leaning into resonance which mm. is what we do I've been trying to lean into the resistance wow and so if I'm to it, understand it more. yeah, yeah. Like, so if I feel resistance about something when when Initially, I want to put up a wall or or go to, no, that's not right, whatever Mm. it is. I'm like, no, 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 no. let's open the gate a bit more actually to that and truly listen. And I still might come away with my ideas and my Mm. understanding. But if I'm not, one, if I'm not listening, I'm not going to grow. And and two, I'm also not, I'm also going to take away that person's humanity from who they are. Mm. As in if I'm if I'm just like, nah, that person's a right-wing conservative, I don't want to listen to them. Like For sure I- instead of doing that, if I can say, actually, they have a story that led to them being having this idea and these understanding, mm. what if I listen to mm. the Trump supporter? Uh-huh. Uh, like Great the resistance example. that comes up in you when 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 you have that, yeah. like, oh, how can you but if I can open up and go tell me, like, I want to know what's the story behind that. Yeah. I think so much of like the political divides, the religious divides, the, all the divides that we have would just get yeah. less and less and less. Yes. So much.
1: Yeah. And I realized something, I was talking to my, my homie about this last week on the phone, actually. And we we're talking about something kind of political and he's like, I don't know if I agree with it. And yeah. I was just kind of hearing him out. And then I said, um, man, this is kind of what's working for me right now. is like, not necessarily having to have the strongest opinion about it if you're not quite sure about it and just being so okay with being in a listening space yeah and and i was like i'm really it takes effort to listen yeah Yeah. especially when you just want to chime in and just have this (laughs) little bit of emotion in you and whatever it takes so much work to just like not flex your opinion all the time and just hear it but i actually said to him i was like and i only realized it as i said it to him but i was like i feel like so many people that are so passionate about something and so strong in something, often actually just want to be heard
0: huh.
1: as, a, as a thing anyway.
0: Yeah. And that
1: yeah. I found people that are really worked up in a discussion or whatever, if you can, and there's different levels of listening, like there's yes. good listening and there's yeah. just I'm listening. But if you really listen to someone and just acknowledge that you're listening, I feel like it totally changes their yeah. energy and their yeah. emotion Yeah. because Maybe the most important thing was just to be heard. Just to, yeah, totally. And often I'm finding that people will get really aggressive about their opinion when really their opinion isn't actually that strong. Yeah. They're just getting aggressive or they're getting worked up because they don't feel like they're being heard.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, I feel like it's just such a beautiful um, little thing to do that can achieve so much. Yeah. It's just be yeah. like, man, I hear you. Like, yeah, it's yeah. great to hear your perspective and to really mean that. I feel like just takes so much of the weight out of it yeah. in a sense. and kind of just creates a lot of peace.
0: It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You um, you have this song, Hope Is. Mm. I've been listening to it recently. Um, and maybe we can just chat about that because it feels like probably a little bit related of you trying to work through some of the, yeah. the shit of society yeah, yeah. and going, oh, where? I feel hopeless. I feel hope. Um, like it starts off with this beautiful, what is it, like bluesy guitar? Uh,
1: yeah, it's just piano and some organ okay. at the end. Okay. What it was was someone, uh, like an older friend, mentor of mine, challenged me on to write a piece about what I believe hope is. Yeah. And so I wrote yeah, the song right. Hope Is. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, and <laughs> I found it so hard. Yeah. Because I found this wrestle with being hopeful which is like if you're over hopeful for things um it can be really detrimental and and a really awful experience but then without hope the world's awful yeah so it was just this like oh man it's a balancing act yeah and like that's so hard to get right
2: yeah cool is the lets the sun send shivers Then the backs of those agree to know the unseen give us Truth and the actions openly flow like rivers Then the lives of the ones that cope To have the hope to live it Policies, petitions, legislations How about a heart? The selflessness make the decisions it's meant to craft Let the PM not persuade A country for who they are that The sound of guns only be from sprint race starts Maybe I'm ignorant Uninformed, uneducated The young adult older kid should know we stuff Before we state it that The impact be left to those who studied all they see But watch the ones that live it out What's the love smash it degree. When I look to find the color of those with higher power Why is it that I only see shadows that try to tower? Shades of white make the sweet taste sour Though they aim for positive change It's strange that they will still allow, huh It's strange that they will still allow so why are we all conforming to something that isn't sorted making decisions based on others' thoughts before we've even thought Consumed by only quantity numbers we can't afford it time will only tell when that picture becomes distorted let us see passwords coming what majority have accepted let our heads hold and encourage the greedily misdirected let our needs be consumed by the given to the rejected let us see it brighter dated that equality is protected come to late night news the damage the dreadful deaths the pain the rapes, the murder the words and the our breath, power we choose to mumble, words that don't appear. The wearest shame to curse, be your worst, no one will hear. Come on late-night news. Do we view a world that's hurting? A struggling society lacking love and only burning. Do we capture the words we think? Opinions we all possess. And see a world that truly cares. And our love is truly expressed. It's not the sadness it comes But the dread and the sad news. So knowledge to love can heal. As long as that is all we do. So a focus heart, and heart is love. Now we truly doing enough?
0: I hope so. What was the line? I read it down. Um, hope until we get yeah, hope something. So. Hopeless until we find. Hope until we... What's the one? Hope life? until we get it.
1: Uh, hopeless till we find. So we like... I, I think what it is is like we're hopeful for things until we get them. But I think we're actually hopeless the whole entire way until we find yeah, what's actually really important. Huh. So like we can be hopeful for things that, um, you know, we think are good for us. Or I hope that I get this, yeah, job. I hope that I get this raise. I hope that I get find the partner that I need to be with. I hope that I, whatever. But really, I think the the message of it, and it says is the I think one of the last lyrics is like, if hope is heart, hope is and hot, heart is love, and are we truly is love, doing enough?
2: truly enough and then
1: I just said at the end of it, I hope so. I
2: hope hope so. Yeah. And
1: it's so funny because it just pretty much shatters everything that the song was about. It's like, I've got to be hopeful about that again. You know, how do I, yeah, where do we place hope in yeah. Like things? And, yeah. And I feel like for me, hope is love. Like I, I really think that it takes effort to be hopeful and it takes the type of love to be hopeful. Um, and it's important; it needs to exist in the world. Um, but I think that "hopeless till we find" line is actually—we are all hopeless until we realize that hope is, is a huge part of love.
0: Huh? The whole song actually shows like this juxtaposition of mm-hmm. hope and hopelessness. And yeah. even like even the way you have phrased it at the end, then there's this like hopeful choir. Like yeah, there's yeah, yeah. there's the moment of oh, I hope so, and then it's like.
2: Open to begin. Oh, oh.
1: why because I realized it's something that we all feel yeah we all we all want to feel hopeful about stuff yeah you know we all want everyone to feel loved and we want life to be easy and yeah it's just and I was like I think I need more voices to say the same thing at the end and we realize that we're not just on this journey by ourselves
0: yeah um what if we um? I don't know if you're up for this, but um, I'm a poet.
1: Yeah, I you're know. You're a
0: you're a rapper, hip hop boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. eloquent lyricist, yeah, guitarist. Sick. Um, let's have a let's have an improvised jam that'll likely okay. suck. Yeah, cool. Creativity spelt risk these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. We'll just I like see that. what happens. We'll have a play. Do we'll go between drag? us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll sing my voice Honestly, oh, oh, yeah, it felt yeah. pretty bad. You can you can <laughs> um, you can
1: rap, but uh, I'll I'll find um. Let me just
0: find a little something something
1: um, I used to play this song too that just remembering the chords to that hope hope is song I used ah, to just do a
0: different version on guitar yeah um, we can do it yeah. around hope that could be a good theme should we have some imagery that goes with it what's our image what? What's a thing I don't know I don't know plant I'm looking at a plant right now let's cool. go for a plant you try that seeds and plants that goes well I'll let you try freestyle all right and then we'll just go and you can drop in. These days I'm planting more seeds than I ever have in my life before seeing that the ground is hard and rough and has so little water <laughs> See. So these days I'm digging holes and planting seeds and hoping that these little dreams of mine might begin to flourish again. That hope would kind of rise again, germinate out of that darkness. I'm believing that somewhere out there is like a bright blue sky that I can reach towards, bring my limbs up towards. But right now I feel like I'm just under the ground.
2: Yeah. Cool as the air that lets the sun send shivers down the backs of those agreed in order unseen givers. Where truth and our actions openly flow like rivers down the lives of the ones that cope to have the hope to live it. Policies, petitions, legislations, are about a heart? Let selflessness make the decisions it's meant to craft. Let a PM not persuade a country for who they are. Let the sound of guns only be from sprint race starts. Uh. Maybe I'm ignorant, uninformed, uneducated That a young, old, or kid should know we stop before he states it Did the impact be left through those who study all they see But watch the ones that live it out, watch their love smash a degree See, when I look to find the color of those with higher power Why, as it did, I only see shadows that try to tower Shades of white make the sweet taste sour Though the aim for positive change is strange, what they will still allow, huh
0: These seeds I've been planting are now starting to become trees and I'm hoping and I'm believing that these trees might be just a little green and bring just a little shade and maybe there'll be enough water to make sure that everyone who comes underneath these leaves might be able to breathe a little easier and see the sky a little clearer and know that that hot damn sun, that burns my skin is just, just one day in the middle of the beginning of all that we could be if we sit here in the shade together holding hands knowing that somewhere out there there is hope but maybe it begins in here in the shade this tree, this seed planted now, grown now here we sit, this circle of hope. I got to end it
1: there. That was kind of too good.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love that, man.
0: That was fun. You smashed that. <laughs> wow. Trying, trying. Bro, that was beautiful. I enjoy doing it. Thanks, man. Oh, no worries. Yeah. My pleasure.
1: That was awesome to listen to. <laughs> it really worked, but it was, it was beautiful.
0: <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Mate, it's been so wonderful to have you on the Deep Place podcast mm, thanks, thanks for having me Oh, thank you for sharing your um, your hip-hop boy wisdom
1: <laughs> Yes, can we just call it that forever? The rest of my life, I'm just going to call it Hip-Hop Boy Wisdom
0: Yeah, that's your next album title Hip-Hop Boy
1: Wisdom <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah, I might get shelved by the record label, but we'll see
2: um... The Deep Place <laughs> See my flaws beneath the feet that walk. So I remain afraid of falling in love. Pretend that I don't want it yet. My mom would always say. She said I will when it comes. I ain't ready. Ain't gonna lie. But you are my mind. But you.